This time last week, I had no idea what was waiting for me in Oklahoma City. As I was driving back, or as Donna was driving us back from uh, Oklahoma City just yesterday, in my quiet time, I was rejoicing. I was rejoicing for the time that... uh, I had with you last Sunday. You see, last week, every door we went through from the very first one to the lady that was filling out the paperwork to the lady that took us to the car, you know, me in the wheelchair, they were all kind. They were all loving and caring. They all had smiles, not like smiles that are pasted on, but smiles that come from the heart. Donna and I were so impressed, overpowered. Jay and Ashley, my son and daughter, were there for the operation. And they too, they too were so moved. The doctor himself says, I'm not the one that you need to thank because all of my gifts comes from him. He says that more than once. He acknowledged that he did not have anything, any knowledge power, any healing power. He had nothing without Jesus Christ. He acknowledged that in a way no other doctor did, but I felt it throughout the hospital. And it really made me proud that I'm half oaky. (laughs) My mother's family and the Okies up there, they're good folks. Good folks. And when we got out of the hospital, uh, not that anybody could tell I was old and sick, But it's amazing how many young people, like we have sitting up here and back there, how many people would stop and open the door for me, how polite they were. It was from beginning to end. And yesterday I was thinking, it all began Sunday with your prayers. But this morning, I realized it started a lot sooner than that. You know, our athletes, they don't just become world-class speed skater or, or gymnast in one year, two year, or four years. Those athletes work for years and years to get to that place, and they make compromise in their lifestyle. They they forego some of the pleasure other students would, would enjoy because they have that tunnel vision. It takes everything they have, their parents have. So many times it's taken every penny the parents ever had, and they had to borrow And it might take years to pay back, just like a college education. But they don't just do it in one day. Sunday, 
that was so important to me. Donna and I could feel your love as you laid your hands on us. But our journey with the Lord is a lifetime journey. Some people start out very young, and we've been blessed to have some young people that have started here, and we've seen them now go up in through high school and into college and their careers. But it started right here, just like little Travis. It started way back there. And then there are those challenges like I experienced this week that I wouldn't volunteer to sign up and, hey, I want to do that again. But I know he was there the whole time. The first three hours, it was what they call mapping my heart. Yes, Alan, I do have one. I tried to get them to give me a picture to bring back just for you. Uh, but it was not going to be in burnt orange, I guarantee you. <laughs> Black and red, buddy. Through and through. But then, uh, it three hours, but he, he had been doing this in Oklahoma City 18 years. This wasn't his first rodeo. And two years before that, and he went through a fellowship and his education and expense went on and on so that he could be with me that moment. And there was no other patient. He was not focused on anybody but Wayne Hollinshed. And everybody in that OR before they knocked me out were just so fantastic, polite, uh, smiles, are you comfortable, how do you feel? You know, it was all about Wayne. And then uh, six hours of mending. So he was in my heart for nine hours. In thinking about that, I would get anxious. But I honestly knew, and I had one or two individuals that had told me that they were surprised that I was so calm. The calmness came from having this relationship with Jesus Christ. I knew I was going to be okay. I didn't know the outcome of the surgery, but he did. The word tells us he's known since before we were born. He knew. So he knew the outcome. And how could I be in better hands? I'm grateful for the doctor, but like the doctor, I give praise to God. So if the surgery didn't go well, there was a better place waiting for me. And it did go well. So I had a wonderful place to come back to. So I had a win-win situation. God was with me every step of the way. But I don't want you to think for a moment and this sometimes bothers me. Well, every time I hear it, it does. When someone says, Wayne, you have a special connection to the Lord, I don't have anything that you can't have. It's a choice. 
Your relationship with God is a choice. He didn't pick me out. Just, Wayne, you're, you're the one that's going to have that special connection with me. Gerald Eisenhower used to say I used to have uh, wires connected directly to God so he would be right there with me. But it's nothing that you can't have. But like the athlete, like the surgeon, you don't get it one day a year in church. And it gets stronger and stronger. When you have that time during the week, you come once a week, maybe twice a week. But then that study time that you might have with special devotionals, with your special person, with your spouse, your friends, maybe somebody at work that has a like mind that you want to have the joy of Jesus Christ every morning shared with somebody else. And then it's a journey. Later I was airlifted to Lubbock. I don't think that's going to happen this time. This guy was so thorough and such a strong believer. And I'm not saying the other one was not a believer. I don't know. But this guy, I know for a fact. But no matter what awaits Wayne Hollinshed, I know who will be with me. Each of those steps. As the song says, I'll never walk alone. I'll never walk alone. I would encourage you in your walk to make it a personal relationship. There is nothing you can tell the Lord that he doesn't know about you. If it was a person, a person might even blush. But not our Lord. He already knows it all. And he's just waiting for you to come to him Come to him. No matter how ashamed you are of what you may have done, bring it to him. Lay it at his feet, for he has asked us to do that, to lay our sins at the foot of the cross. And by all means, share the joys. Recognize where they come from. Recognize the joys of holding a little Travis in your arm. Know those joys of seeing your children as they graduate, as they have their own family. Celebrate the joys of your friends having those special, special anniversary and moments. Rejoice in those Special times when you enjoy going hunting and fishing with a special friend and knowing that you're in God's kingdom in special moments. Sylvia asked me to give you half a load of, of wheat, hay instead of the full load. So I guess I'm going to follow their directions. But from Wayne Holland Shed's heart, 
on this heart. For she has seen the love that we share, you and I share, that I don't know if she's ever experienced before and she's always been in, in churches. But it's not a contest. She sees y'all's love, our love, for each other and for Jesus Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, we're here in your presence. We're here in your house. We are at the foot of the cross looking up, looking up to Jesus Christ himself, the one that has already died and paid the price for our sins. And all we have to do is to ask for that forgiveness. With that decision, we are a guaranteed, guaranteed a place in your kingdom forever where there will no longer be heart operations, where there will no longer be cancer, where there will no longer be loss of loved ones. Once we surrender to you, our, fear, our future is sealed. For eternity. I thank you Lord. For each person that's here. Each person that has been praying for me. And each person that I have. Had the opportunity to share Jesus Christ with. For it's in his name. Jesus Christ. My Lord and my Savior. For it is in his name. That I pray.